0: Welcome to The The Grafters Grafters Podcast, Podcast. brought to you by Reanimate Performance and the Heavy Metal Strength Coach. Woo! Woo! Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Grafters Podcast. I am the Heavy Metal Strength Coach, Chris Kershaw. Uh, it is an interesting time at the moment. Uh, last night we were told, if you're listening outside of the UK, um, that gyms are all closed now and uh, we've been told leisure centres, theatres, cinemas, things like that are all closed down for use and we're all being told to isolate ourselves to stop the spread of the coronavirus which is a very, very scary thing. This is going to have impacts on... Absolutely everyone in the country, whether that's about training whether it whether it's about the daily routine of life, whether it's jobs and employment things of that nature so um i at first, when we were talking about recording this episode, we were going to and postpone it until a later date. But I think the topic that we're going to discuss today is incredibly important because people are going to be more isolated than ever right now. And what's going to happen is I'm going to be talking to my friend, Andy Wilson, who founded um, Andy's Man Club in Leeds, which is um, part of a group called Andy's Man Club um, that was founded by a man called Luke Ambler. So Andy, how are you, my friend? Body mate,
1: I'm, uh, I'm not bad thank you considering everything, how are you? Yeah I'm really well buddy,
0: um, we're putting together plans of action for all um, our clients to still be training, we're putting out workouts of the day, we're putting out um, different things to keep people supported and we're going from there. Alright so what I want to get into straight away is just basically an introduction of Andy's Man Club, so in your words what is Andy's Man Club?
1: So basically, as you sort of mentioned in your introduction, um, Andy's Man Club was founded by Luke Hambler and Elaine Roberts. They were the brother-in-law and mum of Andy Roberts. Andy Roberts, just a normal guy, um, sort of lad's lad, went out, played football, etc. Just a normal guy, no no signs of any mental health issues or anything like that. And one day he went out and took his own life from Mm. this. And uh, from this, Luke and Elaine then decided that um, they had to try and do something about this to stop other families going through what what they went through as a family and what they still go through to this day. I mean, I I talk to Luke regularly and they, they still go through it to this day. So they came up with this idea of creating a safe space for men over 18 to go to and talk and get things off the chest. So the group started in Halifax. I think it's I think it's come up to four years um, in June, I believe, off the top of my head, um, since the group started, and we now there is now twenty eight groups across the country with just under nine hundred men meeting every Monday. It's open to any block over the age of eighteen. You don't have to have been told by a doctor you're depressed. It's just about coming down. There's something that's bothering you, nipping that problem, so you don't get to a point where you think that suicide is the only option. The groups meet at various venues all over the country. We've got groups in Scotland, all the way across um, to the east in Hull, over the west side, Manchester Way, all around there. We've got the group in Leeds, Halifax, Sheffield, Peterborough, and all the way down down south on the south coast Plymouth way. So the groups have, have grown organically. They're, expanded. They're expanding all the time, getting bigger and bigger. In Leeds, we've had um, the last group that we met at, because um, groups are currently on hold at the moment with what's going on, but the last group that we met at, we had 90 men come through the door, um, which, to be honest, is, is an unbelievable amount of, of men, and the same men over the, over the years don't talk. And, but I think what Luke and Elaine have created it's proving that, that men do talk and give give men a platform to talk and and they will do. Absolutely. And
0: I believe you run the Leeds branch of Andy's Man Club. Is that accurate?
1: Uh yeah. Yeah. So myself, I a little bit a little bit about sort of my story. I was struggling in my sort of early twenties. I didn't I didn't really know what what depression was. I didn't didn't really know what mental health was to be honest. Yeah. Um Things from the outside, looking into everybody were, were good. Um, I, I just just finished university, got a job um, and things, things were, were good from the outside, but throughout my twenties in my own head, something didn't quite add up I didn 't really understand it, and there were two, there were probably two or three times in my in my twenties when I thought to myself, This is it I can't, I can't take any more of this and contemplated taking my own life. It got yeah. to a point three years ago, Christmas just gone. I'd just signed for my house. Everything with work was going going really well. Um, and I just just signed for my house and thought, I don't even know if I'm gonna, how many months of this I'm gonna see out. In my own head, I was at the point where I was going to act on suicide. Um, and yeah, around the Christmas and New Year's period, New Year's period three years ago, the Christmas just gone, I I did attempt to take my own life. Um, I was adamant that, that 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 was it. I my dad had told me about Andy's Man Club. Uh, he'd been told about it by a colleague, and in my head, I was just saying to myself, "Well, just carry on, carry on as normal, get through it, and I'll and I'll be all right." As I was sort of coming round a little bit in sort of the January February time from it all. I thought to myself if I keep doing the same things I'll get the same end result and I've always been a, a sort of a, a believer in myself that if you want to change something, you've got to do something different. So I said to, I said to my dad, go on then let's go. Other family members have been getting on at me about going for a while. We traveled over to Halifax. That first night was a bit of a blur. Um, to be honest, we packed up at the far end of the car park, just sat there chatting, and thinking, are we going to go in? my dad, dad's not a sufferer. Dad was a supporter. We sat at the far end of the car park. There was a knock on the window. Guy who went to the Holly. He he knocked on and he said, "Yeah, for Andy's Man Club." It was that point where you think, well, I can't really turn away now, can you? Because you you'd be, you've you've engaged in conversation, which I think is the is the important part of it. We went in. like I say I, I genuinely can't even remember what I said um, in that in that first meeting. But it became apparent very quickly after it how Andy's man club could help change things for the better for me. I didn't realise at the time how much and the impact that it would have on my life. But after two or three weeks, <clears throat> me and my dad were driving back across motorway. Um, we used to we used to have a catch up about sort of how I were feeling after it and we just sort of said to each other, what do you reckon about one of these in Leeds? And so we raised it with Luke and Elaine, and then January, two years ago, the January just gone, we set up going yeah. with a guy called Declan Story, who was also heavily involved in the group, and the group was just expanded from there. We meet at the Leeds College of Building every Monday, apart from bank holidays, between 7 and 9 p.m. Yeah. guys come down, there's as much as little as, Just nothing like that. All the guys there are either supporters or guys who've been through it. Even the guys who facilitate. So there's about fifteen or sixteen of us now who facilitate the groups, because we break down into smaller groups to give people that chance to talk, and and yeah, and just there's no pressure to say as much. You can say as much or as little as you want. Just an environment where we try and let guys feel safe, feel like they can open up and talk, and see the impacts that, it, that it's had on my life. Not only in terms of me as a person and the way that I view things and the way that I deal with things now, but the people around me as well. I think that it's helped the the supporters of me. Let's just say, um, to to try and understand a little bit more what I'm going through, and now I know I'm not alone in it because that was my biggest thing. I just thought, oh, I'm, like nobody else feels like this.
0: Sorry, Andy, your connection dropped off right at the end there. I don't suppose you could just give me that last sentence again, could you?
1: Which bit did you last,
0: which bit did you hear? (laughs) Um, So just after facilitators um, and it breaking down into groups from there.
1: Yeah, so we have fifteen, sixteen guys who all help facilitate. They've all taken that step to come through the door and they now want to give back and help and facilitate. So we start off in a big group, it splits down after that and these guys help to help to facilitate and, and like I say from from my point of view, it's not only helped me, but it's helped people around me to realise what I might go through, and that helps me deal with it. Me deal with it as well. So I just I can't speak highly enough of it. To be honest, the groups all over the country, and Luke and Elaine for what they've done for for men around the country. I think um, a
0: concept that you um, hit on there was um, you were having struggles with mental health despite. Um, everything seeming really good on the outside, getting a new house, just finishing uni. um, And I think, and this is from speaking to my clients a lot of times, and this is with with my own battle with mental health as well. um, Things can look great on the outside, but that yeah. doesn't mean it's necessarily good on the inside, and I think a lot of people will feel guilt at struggling despite circumstances, um, seemingly being in that person's favour. Would you see um, that in a lot of people? Would you say?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, the, the different parts, the different parts of my life, sort of like my early twenties when I left uni. Like I, I just got the impression that everybody was looking, thinking, "Oh, he's got he's got a good life. Just left uni, world at his feet, sort of thing," and. There's never been any rhyme or reason to why I felt like I have. There's never been, like, I say, when I was twenty-seven, twenty-eight, bought bought my house. Again, everybody thinking, "Oh, it's great. Like, job's going great. I've got a good family. I've got a good support network, of friends." Something in my head was just saying, "Shit, this isn't right for you. This and like, what you don't want to, you don't want to be here, and you don't want to do this." And and you know what? I did. It's it's right what you say there, Chris. That I've there was an element of guilt and. And I did feel guilty about the way I was feeling because like I say perfect family, good family and just a really supportive, strong network around me. I just felt like I, I didn't understand what was going on in my own head and to open up to people that I was close to I found quite difficult. And that's the beauty of Andy's Man Club which I found quite early on was that you're talking to absolute strangers who don't know you and what's said in the room stays in the room and you... You're getting things off your chest that people who are close to you might not know, and that's that's the thing about it. Some people find it easier to talk to strangers, and I know certainly from my point of view, I did. But these strangers very quickly become friends, and there are guys at the club now that, that I'm that I'm close to and that i call that I'd call friends. Um, that I do ring for a chat if I'm having a, if I'm having a shit day and stuff like that and you don't want to burden your own family with it. And I know that guys who come to the club all also think think the same about that. But it's not also a Monday. Fundamentally the Monday is what we do, but we also do lots of social things as well. Yeah. And you can meet people at the group who might not have have much of a social life and that can bring them out of the shell a little bit and bring a sort of new new part of their life into play. So it's there's just so many different ways that it can impact people and let's say what what, the way it impacted me might not be the same for somebody else so all i'd suggest to anybody listening to this is check it out and try it out and, and try one of the clubs wherever you're listening from and it could potentially change things for you for the better
0: so when you first started going to andy's man club which club was that that you went to was that the halifax one
1: Yeah, the Halifax one, where it it all sort of started.
0: Um, And how how soon after um, you started to go there did you notice a difference in your own mental health? Um, I'd
1: probably say... There was... (sighs) There was something inside me just saying that this is gonna have an impact. It's gonna do. I didn't realise it at the time. I just I just felt like it was gonna have a positive effect on me, so I stuck at it. I'm very much a person that if I don't think something's gonna have a positive impact on me or a good impact on me, then I just won't stick at it. Um and I won't and I won't keep doing it. And but something was telling me, keep going, keep going. It might not change overnight. I'd probably say after like f- Three or four weeks, we were like I was having conversations with other people about my mental health. I was sharing to people that I was going to Andy's Man Club. People were then looking, "What is Andy's Man Club?" They were then talking to me about Andy's Man Club, and then I felt comfortable talking to people and and telling people about what I'd been through. Which then you you realise how many people around you have been through similar things or experienced mental health. And the biggest thing I've learned is. And I know Luke says this quite a lot and, and I've sort of second second this on board myself is that everybody's got mental health and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad and doing things like talking, like exercise, that sort of thing, it can it can help with that balance of good getting good mental health and, and and not having as much negative mental health, and that's something that's always stuck stuck by me, even if somebody feels fine right now, that's not always guaranteed, and you've got to look after it, like going to a gym, you look after your physique, and you're also looking after your mind as well, I'm sure you can can sort of relate to that, in in your industry, in your line of work.
0: Absolutely. I did a talk that I've been milking for about two years that I did at the Everyman Cinema, um, where we talked about uh, male suicide rates. Um, Male suicide rates? Yes, male suicide rates compared to um, car crashes. And we looked at the influence of the gym um, on things like suicidal thoughts. Uh, Now, what it sounds like to me is when people are coming to Andy's Man Club, um, people such as yourself are expecting people to have perfect mental health because they're coming to andy's man club what it's there to do uh, is to give people coping strategies it's to give people a voice when they are struggling so that they're not on their own so um just through sharing those problems their mental health can be better and they can also help other people in the same situation as them would that be correct in your eyes
1: yeah definitely and like I will, I always say like what what is what is the answer? Do you know what I mean? Like you can't say to somebody, come down and you'll be and you'll be that the, the like say, this is something that people might have to learn to live with. I know myself from my own experiences, the thing that scared me was that I was worried that I'd have to live with it forever. And I'll sort of embrace it in a in a strange short way. I sort of way and I'll sort of I'll learn to live with it. I live with the with the thoughts. But yeah, no, you def- you're definitely right with with what you're saying there about just coming down, talking, getting things off your chest and and then sit and then sort of seeing things from a different point of view as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um so something that I when I was typing Andy's man club into Google um was something called End the Stigma. Um have I got that hashtag right? I can't remember.
1: Um hashtag it's okay to talk.
0: It's okay to talk. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. That, that will be based around um, a certain stigma around male yeah. mental health. Um, do you think the stigma around talking around men showing their emotions and, and dealing with mental health problems is something that's um, getting better over time? Or is that something that's still a big problem in society?
1: I think that it's getting better. I think there's still a lot of work to do on it. I... there has definitely been an improvement the amount of organisations that we've done talks for within Andy's Man Club I know from my own um, workplace I do talks in there on on mental health the biggest company on that I've no doubt in my mind that there will be companies out there that don't take it as seriously Um, and areas of society where all you have to do is go online and, and look at and read comments on things about about suicide and things like that, and there are still people that do attach a stigma to to men, mental health, unfortunately. But I think the more the more people that talk about it, who've been through it, the more things like this that are done, it will help reduce that stigma because it just becomes something that people will talk about. It's like if you break your arm and you've got a pot on your arm, people say, "Oh, have you brought if you brought your arm." But it that in my head, that's where I would like it to go to. Um, and like I say, it's a generation thing and getting people talking and getting people... Because like I say, I, I don't remember ever thinking when I were 20, 21, like, oh yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna tell somebody that I'm struggling and I'm not sure if I want to be here anymore. Um, never even crossed my mind to tell somebody that. Just cope with it. And then in turn, that makes you become lonely and, and isolated at times. And and yeah, but in my head, in my I'm the more people that do things like this, the more and these man clubs that they are around the country... And the more the word is getting out there that it is okay to talk and that we have this thing um, within Andy's Band Club and it's about that one man, getting that one man to get through the door, doing things like this with the hope of getting that one man who might need it. And like I say, I'm pretty sure that it will become more of a talking point within society.
0: I think you hit on a really um, key concept in that it's... Getting help might be something that is the last thing a man thinks about. It might be something that many men don't even realise is out there. So for any men that are out there um, struggling with mental health, there are people and there are organisations like Andy's Man Club that are there to listen. So for anyone that might be nervous about coming to um, one of the meetings, would they be able to just sit into one of those meetings um, and just... Wait until they feel comfortable enough to share.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. We always say, um, and one of the things I've found is it's good to talk, but it's also good to listen. Um, and we, we do get guys who, who come down. I mean, initially, my dad came down as a supporter of me. He got involved in the group straight away and bought into what they were doing. And when he's been through his own difficulties in his own life, he's used the group. As, and well he uses the group every week anyway but he's sort of seen a different side to the group when he's needed to talk about things and somebody will openly admit he's never struggled with his mental health so yeah and we just encourage you if you are a friend of somebody who's struggling and you're a bloke and you think it might be a work colleague or something like that a family member you might think right I tell you what I'm going to go with him to make him feel at ease and come and just sit and listen And like I said, there's no obligation to talk. Nobody is going to say to you, this isn't right for you. You're not talking, leave. That's not how it works. It is just a comfortable environment where you can come down. And I've met people who don't say anything for weeks and they just come and listen. And then one week, they'll just talk. And then, like I said, they'll talk a little bit more. And then you get the other side where guys come in and they'll talk straight away. It's it's different, it's different for every single person. I mean, there's weeks I turn up and... And I think to myself, oh, I've had a shit week this week and um, and I, I'm going to talk a little bit. And then I come out and think I haven't really spoke as much as I should have done, really. And then the next week I'll go back and talk a little bit more or I'll ring one at last group. And it's just getting you thinking in that mentality of sort of releasing whatever's flying around your head and whatever's going on in your head and what you're thinking about getting it out there. Yeah, and
0: um, I imagine that even though you're talking about um, really deep, emotional things that often there will be laughter, often there will be um, fun times and um, well not at the moment but hugs, uh, different things like that and and, and real positivity there, would you say that's accurate?
1: Yeah definitely, I mean soon we get asked this quite a lot and say do you just talk about depression and and suicide, um, we don't, you know we talk we talk about everything like the way that the group's structured is that first three questions are aimed that we're talking about so first question is "How's your week been?" second question is "What's one positive from from your week?" and the third question is, "Is there anything you want to get off your chest?" Those three questions remain the same, and all the groups around the country work in the same way. so at seven o'clock, we'll start with an introduction, say a name. Um, and one positive reason why you're here or if it's your first time what do you want to get out of get out of Andy's Man Club then when we break down smaller groups we always start with those three questions we go around, we pass the ball around we pass the ball around, it's a bit of a talking aid it sort of keeps the group flowing a little bit then after that we, ha- we have a break if time allows and then question four and five are always positive, we always try and get people to leave on a positive note, so it might be um, what's your favourite song and why if you could go on one holiday, what would it be, and why? Um, if you could tell you, if you could tell something about yourself um, when you were when you were younger that you know now, what would it be? That sort of thing to sort of get you thinking in a positive, in a positive mindset. We always try and make sure people leave on a positive. Don't get me wrong; we, there are tears, there are there are deep shares, people do get emotional, you are going to with a group like that, but there are, last, there are there is laughter as well when the time is right for that. Um, and as you say, any man who comes to that group on a Monday night they're treated the same way by every single guy who was in that room. They were, like I said, handshakes, hugs, as you say, that sort of thing, not at the moment, obviously, as you said. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you're treated the exact same, and if you're a new guy, guys will say how it's helped them and, and guys even guys who've been coming for only a couple of weeks they will say the impact that it's had on their lives and um, so they do try and make people feel comfortable because every guy in that room whether they're a sufferer or somebody like like my dad who's come along with me they know how difficult it is to take that step to come through the door so it's sort of like that mutual respect thing between guys guys that are in there that we know exactly how difficult it is to come through that door for the first time and it's the one thing that we can all say to each other we've all done we've all done that for the first time we've been that guy that stood in the car park nervous and we've all come through that door and I always think that helps.
0: It's something that um, I, we were talking about beforehand um, was um, one of my specialities in the gym is to get people to feel confident on the gym floor and to get beginners confident enough to to walk through that door, because that is the most difficult thing, um, because that person um, ha- maybe has never moved before um, with any real intent. Maybe they have horrible memories from um, PE from school, having to run around the field in the pants or whatever. Um, you were in the same uh, <laughs> PE uh, classes as me, and I don't think we ever had anything like that, but uh, yeah. Um, so For those those that don't know me and I knew her in the same year at school And uh, both sat on the bench at Garfield Rangers Football Club Which is uh, an interesting fact for you Uh, But basically the way that I go around um, people being really nervous in the gym Is just introducing them to new pieces of equipment To stop the environment seeming alien to them And showing them that they can do this Uh, how do Andy's Man Club go about uh, calming someone's nerves and just making them welcome into the group?
1: Basically, when when guys turn up, say, well, there's somebody stood in the car park um, just just making sure that if somebody is there, they're okay. Um, There's lads stood on the front door and there's lads stood in the reception area, the uh, the facilitators, will take them into the main room. So if somebody turns up and they are... are Upset, um, nervous. We'll get, we'll get, we'll have a brew with them um, with free tea, coffee, biscuits. We have a great selection of tea at Leeds. Um, Yorkshire tea is a fa- is a favourite of uh, of members of the group. So what what we'll do is we'll we'll sort of say if, if somebody seems a little bit anxious, some people just walk in and just start chatting to people, yeah. and 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 you can sort of sense them at ease. But other guys, it might take them good bit of time to get through the door or you might have had a message from them before saying I'm going to come down can you meet me before so we'll have, like I've done it before I've, I've happily met lads at the, there's a cafe nearby just met them in there had a, had a brew with them in there gone down to the group if a guy turns up at seven or just before seven we'll have a quick brew with them we'll say alright there's no no to be nervous about so okay just explain a little bit more to them about the group um and just sort of try, try and get them at ease. Uh, and and then, yeah, and generally, pe- people do feel more comfortable when when you've done that and you've sort of taken that step to sit down with them, talk to them, find out a little bit more about them. Um, I know certainly from my point of view, there's a guy I met at the Halifax Group who I'm still friends with today. He's, he's one of the one of the first people I met through Andy's Man Club and and he asked me how I was. Um, and he used to say it to me, every time I went over to Alibax a person and we just sort of clicked straight away, straight away as friends and he, I could sense that he wanted to find out a little bit more about my situation and the more we talked, the more I thought this guy's quite similar to me, likes his football, likes his sport that sort of thing and, and we built a friendship from that initial, initial chat that we had um, so yeah, there's every single guy in that room but, I mean, we had 90 there on Monday night. Say, for example, if all, if all 90 go when we next meet um, after the virus has shifted, when, if all 90 of them guys come again and two more men turn up, all of them blokes will make that person feel comfortable. If they want to have a conversation with them, they can do so, sort of thing. It's, um, it's one thing that the groups are passionate about, making that one guy feel at ease when they come down. So for
0: anyone listening out there, you don't need to be someone um, that is great at talking in groups. You don't need to be put together. You don't need to have good enough mental health to go to Andy's Man Club. Um, you can go with whatever level of mental health that you that you have currently. Um, you're going to meet like-minded men. You're not going to be judged. And I think a really important thing to remember is what happens and what it said in the meeting stays in the meeting. So like people aren't going to be going home and talking to the partners about what's being said. They're not going to be judged in any way. And I think um, any listeners out there should um, just keep that in their minds because um, this could be um, one of the best things that you could do if you are struggling as a man with your mental health to go down to one of these clubs. Um, So essentially, Earlier, we were talking about doing things beyond um, the meetings themselves. I know that you've been doing things with
1: um, gyms in the local area. Do you want to say a little bit about that? Yeah, so, so what, what we've had is over, over time, we've had um, you come into contact with different people, different organizations. We've, we've done talks at Jet2, Sky, uh, various other various other companies around the city to we'd be here all would be here all morning if uh, if I tried to name them all off the top of my head, But <laughs> one thing that became became quite apparent was that um gyms and things like that and, and barbers as well were two environments where they wanted to get more and more involved with us. So we've done events with the blue collar barbers on um Kirkgate in Leeds. Yeah. We've done we've done an event with them. Um, we also do a monthly, the last Sunday of each month, we do an event with Trailblazers Underground Fitness Club. I'd seen on Facebook that um, the guy who runs that, Anthony, he had had his own issues with, with mental health. And one way that he overcome it was doing the 161 stairs in, in Armley Park. So just flight of stairs, you just run up, he, he was just running up and down it. He then decided every Sunday to put on this free event for people where they just go get together and and run up and down the stairs. Similar to what we do on a Monday in the sense that you can say as much or as little as you want. You can do as much or as little as you want running up and down the stairs. Because the first time I went, I thought, I ain't going to be doing that for an hour, running up and down (laughs) 161 stairs. Um, So that caused me a little bit of stress. But I went down down with a friend of mine, um, turned up, and I had my Andy's Man Club t-shirt on and I'm running up and downstairs, stairs and Anthony and stopped me upstairs and he says, can I just have a quick word with you? And he says, yeah, yeah. He says, Andy's Man Club in Leeds. He says, I've been chatting to a guy over email um, from the Leeds group. It turns out we'd actually been emailing each other about essentially trying to get something started with his, with his fitness club. So after that, we had a couple of, sort of get together, a couple of chats. I went down to his, because the run class is down there. I went down to a couple of his classes and then we sort of had a chat and says, right, why don't the last Sunday of each month put on an event for everybody. um, So anybody can come to this. And it's basically a light boxing workout. We sit down at the start, we chat about exercise, mental health and that positive impact it can have on that. We then do a light boxing workout. Again, you just pads and and gloves with a partner. Um, So like I say, I, we go with a couple of lads from Andy's Man Club. We'll partner up together um, and we say, like, bring a friend down, bring a family. We have guys who come down with with the wife and kids, that sort of thing. Because every event that we do, away from a Monday night, seven till nine, is for everybody. Anybody can come along to them. Um, So, yeah, we just got this idea of doing that. And then, so we do that four till half past five the last Sunday of of each month. Um, And it's just a brilliant, brilliant event and at the end of it we sit down and we talk about the positive impact that it's had on on that person join that hour we'll just sort of say like how are you feeling now after it and the conversations that happen in there are, are just a good for for positive mental health and well-being and and Anthony and and the rest of the team at Trailblazers they're massive on, on promoting that we're also doing an event with W2 Barbers on Easterly Road. Again, they approached us after seeing us at another event. Um, They wanted to get involved with us down at our second year birthday party back in early February, that was. Um, And we decided after that that we were going to put on uh, an event the first Sunday of each month. So they're opening up as like a mental health awareness day sort of thing each month, getting people down chatting, getting their hair cut. And again, just making sure that people know out there in Leeds that there are places to go. If you do, if you do, feel, if you do feel rubbish and you're not having a good time of it, and that doesn't matter if, you, if you're diagnosed with depression or you're just having a bit of a shit time, and with uh, what we're going through at the moment and everything, I have no, no doubt that there will be people struggling mentally with, with what's happening at the moment, and knowing that there are things like that that are going to be happening when we can get back to normal life again, I that can that can help people because what I've seen as well is we've been on walks or the, the trailblazers events and things like that and we've had guys come down and say, Right, I w- I won't show about coming down on a Monday night, but I've just come down here to meet some of the lads from group and see what it's about and sort of speak to people and then Almost like an to- easy introduction to the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's not an, an an official Andy's Man Club, but you can find out a little bit more about the group and sort of speak to people um, and sort of put your ma- your mind at ease. And I found that, that 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 quite helps as well. That that really does help help people. So. So there's
0: lots of easy way ins. You can you can message the people running the groups if you're nervous. Um, there's people to meet you beforehand. There's people to talk to you. There's people um, to make you feel relaxed. Do you see Andy's Man Club progressing to beyond the UK, or is there any plans to do that at the moment?
1: I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, knowing Luke, uh, I'm sure he's got a lot. Got a lot of ideas and, and plans in his head. I mean, ho- hopefully one day. I mean, that'd be that'd be amazing. That to to get to get it to get it elsewhere. I mean, the scene that I can't remember exactly how many clubs they said they wanted after so many years, but they've gone way way above and beyond that. And I mean, to have 28 clubs, as you're coming up to the fourth year of the first ever meeting is incredible, really. It's um, growing
0: exponentially and it's been amazing to see. And I spe- yeah. the
1: media seems to have really picked up on it as well. Yeah, no, no, definitely has. I mean, we've done things with with the Yorkshire Evening Post in, in Leeds. We've done things with Leeds, Leeds Live, Radio Air. They're very much buying into buying to what we do. Um, and they're also keen to sort of, see the growth of the group in Leeds. I have conversations with people that we've, we've done events with and, and articles with before and like say we'll just have a catch up and they'll be like how's the group getting on now and they'll ask and, and they're really keen to sort of see how the group's growing and, and sort of see what, what we're doing in, in the community. Obviously I only see what we're doing in Leeds from like a, an, an inside point of view but I'm pretty sure that all other areas will be, will be like that as well.
0: Uh, and the press seems to be unanimously positive in its praise for Andy's Man Club as well.
1: Yeah, n- yeah, definitely. I mean, we, about six months ago, we were getting about 30-odd guys. We've done quite a bit in the media, um, in and around Leeds. Leeds United have also been, um, they, in the game against Huddersfield a few weeks ago, they warmed up in the Andy's Man Club t shirts Huddersfield <laughs> Town, again, Another football team that have been very, very supportive of the group in Huddersfield when we when Leeds played Huddersfield earlier on in the season at Huddersfield, they did a big event for us down there, rounding out leaflets in the programme. Leeds United then returned that favour back when we were down here a few weeks ago. Um, and yeah, and it's just that helps. We I think we got five or six guys coming who'd seen the Leeds and Huddersfield teams. Warming up in the tops and wanted to know more about it, found out a little bit more about it and then came on the Monday night and that for me just speaks volumes about how you can you can really reach that one guy and like I say six months ago I think we were getting about 30 odd people down at Leeds and the last time we met we had 90 so in six months it's gone way way above where we thought it would, where we thought it would in Leeds, we we had a plan this year to really really get out there and really really make sure that people knew about us, um, and if people wanted us to go in and, and do talks, we would we would find the lads within the group within Leeds, if if Andy works for the club. Andy Greenway if he couldn't make it would make sure that somebody from from the group could go and the lads who come to the club are very passionate about getting the word out there and and, and helping people.
0: Amazing now obviously we have um, a lot of isolation at the moment we have uh, the meetings um, are not going ahead at the moment so for anyone out there that's listening um have you got any recommendations about how they can um still talk about their mental health issues and how they can um have coping strategies to deal with um basically a lot of time with their own thoughts
1: i think um a big thing for me with it is in terms of people who are in isolation at the moment they might be struggling is the as much as social media can have a negative effect on people, that like the the Andy's man called Pages, for example, we're we're trying to really really engage every every day every other day at the moment with people out there doing videos that sort of thing. Comment on that and get involved in that, and that can lead to conversations and and friendships being formed sort of from that. I've seen guys talking on posts. Who've said, "Shall we go down together?" They've never met each other. They've never been to Andy's Man Club, but they're, they're talking and engaging on that post and talking about coming down together when the groups start again and and you, use things like that. I mean, we've all there's phones nowadays, technology. I mean, like how we're doing this, we wanted to sit in the same room and do it, and then we thought we best not. Let's so let's do it. Let's do it over the phone, so you can still have that that contact with people. I think the thing that I found. Um, with things like people working from home, that side of things is that I've, I've breaks and things like that. And I found myself going and sitting in garden and on my lunch and stuff like that. And just getting a little bit of fresh air set out in garden. Um, I've set myself goals for each day. Uh, I don't think my house has ever been so clean. Um, It seems to have been that Seems to be my go-to thing at the moment, I'm just like, I'm just cleaning everything top to bottom every single day, so if there's one thing that comes out of it, my, my house is absolutely spotless, so but I've set myself goals and things that I've wanted, if there's something that you've wanted to do or try and do, that you've not been able to do previously, because of time, use that time to do something positive and um, And just communicate with people. I think communication during these next few months is going to be absolutely key for people's mental health. I'd say do things like read books. Music's always been a big thing for me. Uh, I've got a record player at home. I stick a record on, um, get lost in music a little bit. Podcasts, I'll be listening to this at some point, no doubt. I'm sorry, mate. Over the next few weeks. Uh, Yeah.
0: That's amazing. Um, So Andy, thank you for sharing all that. For anyone um, that wants to uh, find out more about Andy's Man Club, um, do you want to give me just a a list of the best places to find that information and how people would go about getting to a meeting or getting onto one of the social media platforms to start talking about um, their mental health?
1: Yes, so basically... um... The, all the clubs, the 28 clubs throughout the UK, they're all listed on the Andes Man Club website. Um, Andes Man Club uh, as a whole also has a Facebook page. Every single group, regardless of where it is, meets every Monday, apart from bank holidays, for any man over 18, um, between 7 and 9pm. So that's the time we, they meet every week. Um, re- regarding the different clubs, each club, We'll have a Facebook page. So if you find a club, say for example, if you look looking at this and you're in Leeds, just search for Andy's Man Club Space Leeds on Facebook. There are different things on there. Um just put a comment on one at videos and stuff like that. Just and, and somebody will will get back to you. We've also got an email address each group has so leads is leads at andysmanclub.co.uk and for anything for the main group it would be info at andysmanclub.co.uk so there are plenty of ways to to get in touch and um, I say if, if anybody's listening to this who knows you Chris or any colleagues just gra- just have a word with Chris and I'm sure we can it can pass it on to me and we can get in touch somehow that way as well so um, yeah there are plenty avenues to go down but just keep communicating with people and. And sort of keep keep talking and spreading the word. I'm sure this is um, going to be the
0: start of um, a great partnership between. Um, well, the Heavy Metal Strength Coach, um, the Grafters Podcast and Andy's Man Club because uh, mental health uh, and coping strategies around mental health are something that is uh, very, very important to both me and heart hearts um, so it's going to be great seeing how things progress from here as the stigma around male he- mental health um, disappears and is no longer issue, an issue in today's society so Andy, thank Thank you so so much for joining me um, today. It's been an absolutely wonderful episode. Um, I just wanted to um, thank you for your time and thank you for everything that you're doing.
1: No, thank you as well, and thanks for having us on and um, and yeah, and sharing what what Andy's Man Club what Andy's Man Club does. So thank you as well. My pleasure. Thank you, sir.